It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The headlines, two more chronically ill patients suffering from COVID-19 die, lifting the SAR's death toll to 61. Police say they find dozens of protesters during demonstrations over the arrest of Apple Daily founder Jimmy Lai. Cathay Pacific unfails an interim loss of almost $10 billion. And the U.S. Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden selects a running mate. The hospital authority says two more chronically ill coronavirus patients have died, lifting the toll in the city to 61. Both were residents of elderly care homes, which have been seen clusters of infections. One of them is a 91-year-old woman who lived at Salvation Army Longhang Residence for senior citizens in Taiwan. The other, a 79-year-old man living at King Falk Nursing Home in Samsoipo. The Hong, Kong Info, sorry, the Hong Kong Employment Agencies Association has urged the government to let foreign domestic helpers live with their new employers while changing jobs before they're issued with new working visas. The association's chairman, Zhang Man, told an RTHK program that this could prevent the foreign maids from staying in boarding houses and stem the spread of the coronavirus. He says some helpers who are changing jobs in Hong Kong now have to wait up to two months before they get their new visas. Police say they arrested one man and fined 36 others during protests in Mong Kok and shouting yesterday night. The demonstrations were held in response to the arrests of Apple Daily founder Jimmy Lai and others over alleged national security law violations. Francis Sit reports. Armed police dispersed people who gathered at shopping malls yesterday evening, warning them to leave or risk being found in violation of the public gathering ban. Later on, many people continued to protest on the streets outside the Lanham Place Mall, chanting slogans including Liberate Hong Kong, Revolution of Our Times. Officers responded by warning them that they might have violated the national security law. During the operation, the police arrested a 71-year-old man for allegedly assaulting an officer and the suspect was taken to hospital after saying he had been hurt. The police issued tickets to 29 people in Mong Kok and 7 in Sha Tin for allegedly violating social distancing rules. Meanwhile, a Polytechnic University student publication reported that one of its reporters was injured while covering the protests in Mong Kok. The publication said police charged at the reporter and wrestled him to the ground before an officer knelt on his neck. It said the reporter was sent to hospital with bruises and abrasions on his face, neck, arms and legs. He was said to have been searched by the police and issued a fine for violating social distancing rules earlier. The publication said the reporter will make a formal complaint to the police. Executive Councillor and Barrister Ronnie Tong says the fact that Beijing allows four pro-democracy lawmakers to continue serving despite being barred from the next elections demonstrates no one is being persecuted. He was commenting after the NPCSC unanimously agreed to allow all lawmakers to stay on in LegCo now that elections have been postponed for a year. I think the fact that the four so-called disqualified uh, legislators uh, are allowed to continue to serve in the coming year demonstrates that, that there is uh, no persecution against anybody. Uh, and according to Hong Kong law, since they uh, are the uh, you know, current uh, legislators, uh, as such, they are entitled to carry on for another year. Uh, so I think it is a, a minimum modest approach which. Uh, 
uh, indicates that uh, the, the central government would not intervene any more than you know uh, they necessarily have to do. However, Hong Kong University legal scholar Eric Cheng says the NPCSC decision shows that the SAR is no longer using the basic law and common law principles, but is implementing Beijing's comprehensive jurisdiction. He told an RTHK program that a local political issue had been resolved through the Chinese-style legal system. Mr. Cheng said the decision may not be a good fit by Hong Kong standards, but suits the mainland fine. The special characteristics of the mainland legal system is that you don't need to apply logic throughout everything. We can consider the political implications and other implications to decide whether you need to enforce the law. Because in China, more important is which institution exercises the power. And if that institution is the MPCSC, then basically it represents the law. There's no check and Cathay Pacific says it lost $9.9 billion in the first half of this year, the latest major airline to reveal how badly the coronavirus pandemic has torn up its business. It made a $1.3 billion profit in the same period last year. Revenue was slashed by nearly half, of, half to $27.7 billion. The airline says it doesn't expect to see a meaningful recovery in its passenger business for some time, and it will keep a close eye on market demand to work on reintroducing flights. Cathay is not offering an interim dividend. Police have arrested a 30-year-old man allegedly linked to a murder case in Tunmun more than eight years ago. In December 2011, three men attacked an 18-year-old man with knives and getting out of a after getting out of a car in Sansao Street, the assailants were picked up by another car afterwards and left the scene. The man who was attacked suffered from chest and leg injuries and was later pronounced dead at hospital. A 17-year-old boy linked to the attack was found guilty of manslaughter in 2013 and sentenced to six years in prison, while a 19-year-old man was convicted of murder in 2014 and handed a life sentence. All residents of New Zealand's biggest city, Auckland, will now have to stay at home. Bars and restaurants are closed and gatherings of more than 100 people are banned in the entire country. The new measures were introduced because four people from the same family tested positive for the coronavirus. More than 100 days, there'd be, for more than 100 days, there'd been no infections in the community in the Pacific nation, which is why the government, led by Jacinda Ardern, wants to nip the new cases in the bud. We need to take a much more precautionary approach until we can find the source of this case and make sure that we reduce the risk of wider spread. One of the most important lessons we've learned from overseas is the need to go hard and go early and stamp out flare-ups to avoid the risk of wider outbreak. New Zealand has also postponed the dissolution of Parliament ahead of a general election. A UN report says the lives of young people worldwide have been particularly disrupted by the pandemic, affecting their education and worsening inequality. Here's the BBC's Imogen Fuchs. The pandemic has interrupted life for billions, but the new ILO report says young people are disproportionately affected. Of the 73% whose education has been disrupted, two-thirds say they have learnt less during lockdown. Half now believe their studies will be delayed. 9% fear they may fail their exams or degree courses altogether. Depression and anxiety among young people seems to be increasing, the report says, as job prospects decline.
The U.S. Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden has selected the California Senator Kamala Harris as his running mate against Donald Trump for November's election. Expressing her gratitude at being selected, Ms. Harris said Joe Biden could unify Americans. The BBC's David Willis has the details. Kamala Harris is only the third woman in U.S. history to be named a vice presidential running mate, and she's the first black woman and the first Asian American to occupy that role. But this announcement is significant for another reason, too, because Joe Biden, if elected in November, would be 78 years old on Inauguration Day, making him the oldest president ever elected. Kamala Harris is 55 years of age, and she would be the Democratic Party's natural front-runner for president four years from now, should uh, Joe Biden, as he's intimated, not choose to run. In his reaction, Donald Trump said he was surprised Mr. Biden had picked Ms. Harris, saying she was in favor of policies such as cutting military spending and extending state-backed health care. He also remarked on her performance in the Democratic primaries. We'll see how she works out. She did very, very poorly in the uh, primaries, as you know. She was expected to do well. And she was, she ended up at right around 2% and spent a lot of money. She had a lot of things happening. And so I was a little surprised that he picked her. I've been watching her for a long time. Two people have been killed and several others injured in the southern Indian city of Bangalore after police fired on a crowd of Muslims who were protesting about a Facebook post about the Prophet Muhammad. The BBC's Narish Kaushik has more. The shooting came after a thousand people went on a rampage and surrounded the house of a local politician whose relative had posted the offending comments. They threw stones, set vehicles alight and blocked fire engines from reaching the location. They also set fire to a police building and attacked officers. Dozens of police were injured. Some reports say they were angry that police didn't act promptly on their complaint. The politician from the opposition Congress party has issued a video appeal for calm. A curfew has been imposed in the affected area. British archaeologists have discovered what they described as some of the earliest limestone tools in Europe. After studying the artifacts from Boxgrove in southeast England, they believe the tools were used by an early human population about half a million years ago. Here's the BBC's Paul Rinken. Among the finds were bone pieces believed to be the earliest example of non-stone tools found in Europe's archaeological record. The bones were taken from a horse carcass which the team says was butchered by a hunting party. Flakes of stone in piles around the animals suggest at least eight individuals were making large flint knives for the job. Researchers also found evidence that other people were present nearby, perhaps younger or older members of a community, which they say suggests the early human population at Boxgrove was cognitively and culturally sophisticated. Currencies, the US dollar is trading at 106.76 yen, the euro is standing at 1 US dollar 17 cents, the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 9 cents. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 24,785. That's 105 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $76 billion. Sports, here's Adam Jung. We start with football in the Europa League, where the Spanish club Sevilla have reached the semifinals with a 1-0 win over Wolverhampton Wanderers. Lucas Ocampos got the winner on the 88th minute after Wolves striker Raul Jimenez missed a first-half penalty. Captain Connor Cody says it was a tough way to go out. 
we take winning, we take losing together. And listen, we've lost against a top class side. Let's put it put it that way. They're a top top class side who've who finished fourth in the league or whatever it is and got Champions League football. So listen, I thought we pushed them. I thought we pushed them, but we've left everything out on the pitch. And honestly, I, I don't really know what to say because we're absolutely gutted. Sevilla will face Manchester United in Sunday's semi-final. Ukrainian side Shatter Donetsk reached the last four after beating FC Basel 4-1 and will face Inter. Ronnie O'Sullivan is into the semi-finals of the Snooker World Championship for the first time since 2014. The Rocket rallied from 8-4 down to beat Mark Williams 13-10 and will face the former world number one Mark Selby for a place in the final. O'Sullivan says he's learned the importance of enjoying every match he plays. The key is to, you know, is to keep enjoying it. I think the minute you stop enjoying it and the minute you stop wanting to play the game um, is the minute you know you, you should stop playing you know especially at my at my age so you know longevity comes when you can kind of find some enjoyment in what you're doing i suppose on the ice Braden point ended the fourth longest game in nhl history his wrist shot 10 minutes into the fifth period of overtime gave the Tampa Bay Lightning an epic 3-2 win over the Columbus Blue Jackets in their best-of-season playoff opener. It, it, it's, it's tiring for sure, but then it gets, it gets fun at, at some point. You know, I think, like I said, I don't know how many guys played a game like that that, that long, but uh, it was an exciting one for sure. I thought both teams had good chances. That's only one win. They're, they're a great team. They're working hard. we got a lot of work to do. The two teams fired 151 shots on goal. The losing goalie Jonas Carpasalo got his name into the NHL record books by making 85 saves. In the NBA, Damian Lillard carried the Portland Trailblazers into a playoff position by dropping a career-high 61 points on the Dallas Mavericks. He also made nine threes in a 134-131 Blazers win. Portland replaced Memphis in the eighth and final playoff spot in the West. The Grizzlies were beaten 122-107 by the Boston Celtics. Phoenix and San Antonio are still in the hunt for a place in the playoffs. Phoenix beat Philadelphia 130-117 for their seventh straight win since the restart. San Antonio got past Houston 123-105. And that's your look at sports. Adam Jung reporting. To end the news, our top stories once again. Two more chronically ill patients suffering from COVID-19 die, lifting the SAR's total to 61. Police say they fined dozens of protesters during demonstrations over the arrest of Apple Daily founder Jimmy Lai. Cathay Pacific unveils an interim loss of almost $10 billion. And the U.S. Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden selects a running mate. The news from RTHK. Our hands often touch public items covered with viruses and bacteria. When we touch our eyes, nose or mouth, the pathogens can enter the body. Health is in our hands. To prevent infection, follow the seven hand cleaning steps. Rub hands for 20 seconds. Rinse thoroughly. Dry with a clean cloth or paper towel. If you can't wash your hands and they aren't visibly soiled, use an alcohol-based hand rub. What if our hands get dirty again? Clean them properly. The Building Minor Works Amendment Regulation 2020 will commence on the 1st of September. Owners or tenants may then put up minor amenity features such as trellises, retractable awnings and security fences with simplified requirements under the Minor Works Control System. For more details, 
Browse the Buildings Department website at bd.gov.hk. Just put your 